Today's episode is sponsored by Spartan Chemical Company. Family owned and operated since 1956, Spartan Chemical is a leading manufacturer of superior and cost-effective specialty chemical products sold through select trusted distributors. Spartan Chemical makes clean simple. For more information, please visit spartanchemical.com. Today on our program, we're digging into the topic of optimizing a sales force with tools that measure. And to do that, I'm pleased to welcome Ed Marsh, the founder and principal of Concilium Global Business Advisors. Ed, good to see you. Likewise, Jeff. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, Topic today is important. I think we think, Ed, about measuring our success. And it seems to me, as we talk about this, that if a sales team is making sales, that's the measure that matters. <laughs> you know, it's pretty simple, right? Set us straight. Yeah, well, you know, it's hard to argue with that as long as the trend continues up and to the right without any sort of interruption. But if there's a recession, if you lose a major marquee client, if you lose a key salesperson to a competitor, then suddenly that complacence becomes a problem. And I I think, you know, maybe a good analogy is how many times have you thought things were fine with a client that suddenly, you know, out of the blue, they didn't renew or they went with a competitor. And so if we only look at those kind of rearward looking metrics, um, we, we miss the opportunity to have some predictive insight because revenue only tells us what's already happened. It doesn't tell us what's going to happen. We can kind of extrapolate that we think it will continue the same. But I would say that means then that for sales, we need predictive metrics. And and that can be what I call sales math. You know, we can work backwards, say, here's the quota. Here's the average deal size. Here's how many deals they have to have. Here's the close rate. Here's the number of meetings that turn into qualified deals. Here's the number of prospecting activities and meetings. We can do it that way. We can also think about the sales cycle the length of the sales cycle, the close rate, the average deal size. And, you know, it can also be measured by some of the very early stage things, the success in prospecting and the ability of a sales rep to consistently follow the sales process and continuously refining that sales process so you know it's predictive of the outcome that you need. Well, thanks, Ed. That all makes sense. Uh, Good information. But let's talk about this. For those who have a team or building a sales team, what does that really look like? Get into some nuts and bolts there for us. Yeah, so let's start by saying, how did it work that you built your crews and that you built your operations and that you built everything that you do in your core business successfully? In my experience, people do that by developing a process, engineering that process, refining that process. And I think it's the same in sales. It, sales doesn't have to be a black box. In fact, you know what we may touch on here in a little while is how you can be very empirical, not only about the metrics, but also the people that you hire. So how are you How are you going to refine that team? How do you build that team? How do you start with that team? I say you hire the right people. And that's something we can also talk about further. How to identify people who not only can sell, but will sell. It means sales training, which is something that companies really shortchange. It means sales training for sales managers because sales coaching, including call planning and role playing and, and uh, post-call debriefs are really important to help toward improvement. It means a defined sales process and methodology and, and accountability to those predictive metrics in terms of a wide variety of things, target account engagement, prospecting, 
referral, sales meeting, pipeline, all those kinds of predictive metrics. And of course, it also means technology because you not only do you have to improve the buyer experience these days, buyers expect, they've got high expectations for what their B2B experience is like, but you also need the tools that will help the team be more efficient and effective. And you need a culture of accountability that expects people to actually use those tools. And that's the way you get to that solid team with a good measurement. Now, you mentioned a lot of things there, and they all make sense, but you also talk about tools. Like, what do you mean by tools? So the basic one is CRM. And it's amazing how many companies either have a kind of a free off-the-shelf CRM where each person has their own, or maybe they use an Excel spreadsheet. And CRM used to be about contact management, and now it's about so much more, um, Mm. including understanding the history, being able to see intent data coming from the marketing automation software, being able to really structure the sales process so that it's run as precisely as companies do their operations so that you know with a high degree of predictability when a deal's in the pipeline, what the forecast accuracy is. So CRM that obviously connects with a lot of sales assistance tools and sales acceleration and chatbots, it connects with marketing automation. You can build a whole suite of technology around revenue growth but of course, the most important functional piece for the sales team itself is the CRM. Okay. So let's say there's someone feverishly taking notes on our interview today. And they're, <laughs> what what are the hurdles we're going to have? What What's going to get in their way? So culture is complicated. And people, you know, we're each an individual, we're each a complicated person. I would say in my experience, the hurdles that tend to get in the way most, number one, are mindset and accountability. Uh, great salespeople will embrace it. No, none of us like being, you know, called into an accountability meeting and, and read the riot act, but great salespeople appreciate it because it helps them become more effective. Average salespeople, and you know, by definition, there's a bell curve. And so most salespeople are average. Average salespeople don't necessarily enjoy it. And so they'll they'll kind of push back on it. Second hurdle is technology. CRM, but it's got to be a CRM that's not so cumbersome that you have to hire an $80,000 a year consultant to come in and help you customize it. You need to be able to, to get it running for your company so that people use it consistently. You got to have that consistent sales methodology, the same language, the same approach, the same technique, and a sales process that's appropriate for each of your kinds of buyers. You have to do things consistently in the right order, in the right way, in order to have measurements that are comparative that will actually help you improve and finally, I come back to training and coaching. If you have all these metrics and you measure where things are and you don't take the steps to then build and improve in, in areas, then it's all for naught. Okay, good information. So I think I get it. Now, there must be more information to share. Any final thoughts or suggestions for our audience? Yeah, so it's a journey. It's easy to get it. It's hard to do it. Um, so it's a journey that people have to go on and people have to expect there's going to be frustrations and there'll be, there'll be disappointments and there'll be mistakes along the way. But if you have the right mindset, if you say, we want to start to run sales and revenue growth with the same approach that we run operations, you're on the right track. I think hiring salespeople is probably the, the, the trickiest piece of this and hiring salespeople who not only can sell, but will sell. In an environment like yours, in today's current market conditions, with your kinds of buyers, with the types of agreements and services you offer, is tricky. So having a tool that will help you predictively hire to avoid expensive mistakes, and they're expensive in terms of headhunter fees, in terms of ramp up time, 
in terms of empty territories, hiring mistakes and sales are expensive. So a candidate assessment is a tool that I use with a lot of clients that helps us really accurately understand before we hire somebody, who are the candidates who are likely to succeed. 